Hello everybody and welcome back to another season of Spine Chill. This is season seven. With a grand premiere. Today, I, John Wolf, am joined by my co-host, Gary the Hot Cross. Hello everybody. Otherwise known as the Hot uh, or yeah. Cross. Which we'll get to in a bit, I'm sure. And we're thrilled to be bringing back our favorite guest for the seventh time in a row, Doug Running Man. Is also yeah, here. Oh my god. John the Hot, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to join you again here for season seven. What a premiere this is gonna be. Oh man. <laughs> feel Thanks lucky running. to be included. Feel lucky <laughs> feel lucky to be included. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, G Man. Um <laughs> <laughs> So today we have a great show for all of you out there. We're gonna be talking about some DVD. We had a big DVD event this past weekend, Light in the Fog. We're going to be doing a quick recap on that. We've got some Evil Dead talk, some Texas Chainsaw news, and the brand new asymmetrical game, Ghostbusters Spirit Unleash, just came out this past week, and Doug and Gary have played the absolute hell out of it, and so we're going to have a big old section at the end where we talk all things Ghostbusters. Very excited John, for that. Jo John, have you forgotten VHS? <laughs> <laughs> well, so has everyone else. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's the VHS side. Yeah, that means we've done that. We've covered the VHS now. We've covered oh, VHS. Uh, there's nothing new to report on the VHS side, but that's okay. You know, not everybody has something new in their more. game every week. So, no, a yeah. month or even a full release. Sorry. <laughs> Gary has some spicy opinions. <laughs> Claw claws out today for the hot. Oh my god, <laughs> for the hot. The hot has some <laughs> hot opinions for sure. Um, should we start with Dead by Daylight? Sure. Should we should we talk about Light in the Fog? Yes. Oh, yeah. So this past weekend, Gary, me, and Doug were all heavily involved in the Light in the Fog Dead by Daylight tournament, which was uh, the second annual Light in the Fog, and it was uh, to benefit a very well known, much loved Dead by Daylight streamer. Max, otherwise known as Puppers, who is fighting terminal ALS, and we all put this uh, uh, tournament together to raise money for him. And how much money was raised actually over the weekend? Uh, over a hundred thousand, right, Doug? Uh, yeah, one hundred three thousand dollars was raised total. One hundred and three thousand dollars. So what's what's great about that, and what's amazing is that um, <clears throat> last year's event brought in over one hundred seventy thousand. So between the two events, we're over a quarter of a million dollars so raised for Max's, for Max's fight against ALS, which is incredible. Um, it's just it's such a huge help for him, such a huge help for his caretaker, the whole situation. It's it's just, yeah, it get me emotional I keep talking about it too much. I've been, obviously, this is, that was like mm -hmm. my whole weekend was light in the fog. I was the, one of the producers, administrators. I was there for every, every moment of that event I was there for. And just to see like the, the collective outpouring of support and enthusiasm and it was just there's this nothing it's it's the, i don't think dbd's ever seen anything like it and i don't know that they'll ever see anything like it again like just to be able to bring together it's like over 100 and 510 of the of the biggest and brightest content creators in the dbd directory all touched by max all wanting to support max is just just I, I can't say enough good things about the administration team and every single person who was involved in the event you know however you know whatever way they were involved in it was just it's it really is touching yeah it's, it's really nice being able to see like the entire community come together for a good cause and like it's because yeah. like i feel i feel like 
the Dead by Daylight community gets like a lot of grief from everyone being like, it's so toxic. And then something like this happens. It's just like, can we just yeah. forget that it's full of like lovely human beings that care about each other? Yeah. And I don't know. I think I wish people focused more on that sometimes because it's a really nice, nice thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a great weekend. It was a four-day event, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A lot of people involved on the production side. Um, they all did an amazing job. Um, Little Rugard in particular was hmm. a computer running on fumes and everything, but but uh, yeah. trucking through and, and bringing a great uh, show to everybody. That was amazing. Um, yeah, but it was, it was a great uh, event, not only to play in, uh, I think all three of us played in in, in yeah, separate yeah, yeah, yeah. sets, yeah. Yep. but uh, Gary and I also got to do a little commentary over that was, the weekend. That was, was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. A, a great co-host. I had a great co-host. <laughs> Mine was better. I don't know about that. Actually, that's possible, <laughs> Gary. No, it was First a lot of fun, though, yeah. We co-host the podcast, and then we and then we co-commentate the matches. That was really fun. We had two great groups, too, like... Mm. Um, one of them we were really familiar with, like, we had friends on, like, Linksy and King, and, uh, you know, we knew people on that one. And then another one, and this is another great thing about Light in the Fog, like, I got to, I got to watch people that I haven't really, like, seen much of, like, uh, Sofa Rex and and Samahel, and, yeah, Griff, and that was, like, both of those sets were really awesome. I think the gameplay, just in general, was really fun to watch all weekend, so... Well, that's just it too. You, you never, you maybe never really had a lot of uh, interactions or experiences with your group. And, you know, we talk about Sofa and Sama and Griff. And then they went out there and put on just this incredible, entertaining show and like just yeah. endeared themselves to everybody. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, now I do know these people and now I want to know these people. And that's just one of the great things about Light in the Fog, I think, is, you know, every year we've done it two years in a row now. I've ended up like, I feel like, John, you and I like met for the first time, I think, around Light in the Fog last year. Yeah. If I call correctly. You well, know? That's, when I, that's, so, when, that's yeah. when I met you, Doug, was just before yeah. like that event was a thing. Like, I, that's when I was. Yeah. This nice event was what made me go, I want to say hello to more of the community because I was kind of right. hidden yeah. away. And that's just what I mean. Like, obviously, the, the reason we were there, the goal was to, you know, raise money and help Max in his fight for ALS. But then, like, one of the. You know, one of the fringe benefits is that you bring the community closer together in people that maybe wouldn't have crossed paths any other way or end up crossing paths and can end up, you know, forging, you know, friendships, relationships and makes the community a stronger and better place. Yeah. Really yeah. Awesome. Just awesome. Man. I don't know. I'm going to get all sappy about it. It's just really awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I totally agree with like this weird perception that DVD is somehow a toxic game. I think it's just. I think it just has that reputation because it's not like a lot of other games out there. There is like a defenseless party involved, right? Yeah. But I think overall, I've I've been really impressed with the community over the past three years that I've been streaming the game because I came in kind of late, um, and I'd heard all those things before. You know, as someone who didn't really play it, I'd heard all those things about like, oh, you don't want to play Dead by Daylight. They're so toxic over there. One of the most toxic player bases ever. And I just, I have not really had that experience at all. And this is one of the main showcases of, of the opposite of that you know yeah so. john I, I do want to thank you john for pointing out the defenseless us killer mains the defenseless <laughs> I, I appreciate that do we you know i feel really seen and really heard now so thank you <laughs> yeah no problem i mean whenever i play killer i just feel so powerless against these swifts they're just yeah they're holding me hostage in the game <laughs> bullies i feel like yeah the power I report role, them the after survivors. every match yeah, the the true power rolls. Survivors. <laughs> survivors are the real killers. <laughs> Anyways.
Oh yeah. yeah, it was a great time. Great time. Did we want to maybe like touch on some of our favorite moments? Or I, thought, I thought that would be quite a nice thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, very very briefly. Um, I mean, I can mm. say mine. Yeah, well, Gary's mine. Uh, I love. I, I I only had like one goal in my set, which was to get a couple head-ons, which I did. I got I got a head-on on, on McLean, former behavior employee who was playing hillbilly, which I was ama- I was like. Yeah, when it happened, and then I felt kind of bad because I just <laughs> went out the exit. But <laughs> I also got a head-on on a nurse that was nice, and I got a Sabo play and a flashlight blind. So I was like, that's all I wanted, you know? Just wanted some cool plays like that, and I was, was happy I got those. I think in my set, my favorite moment, which I'm already kind of... I sandbagged Sino and got him murdered at the exit door, which was like my personal favorite moment was just Oh, it was just so perfect. All the all the planets aligned and I just got to like get him murdered. It made me so happy. Chat was losing their minds. I was in chat when that was happening. So for, let me let me let me set the scene for anyone who wasn't there. Paint me a picture. There. I was Paint me I was picture. on the ground. I was on the ground for this one. So Hybrid Panda, great streamer by the way, great Dead by Daylight content Fantastic creator. Bane. Fantastic guy. Playing Huntress. Gary and uh, our pal Sino, who guested on Season 2, still alive. The only people alive, mind you. Because Hybrid Panda was, had murdered everyone else. They come into the exit gate. Gary and Sino, crouching down the exit gate. They're on their way out. Suddenly, Panda hits a hatchet down Sino. Sino thinks, that's fine, I'll just crawl out. No, then, no, 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 you've missed a bit. Hmm. Sino was not downed, he was injured. He was injured, oh. Yeah, he was, uh, like, the yeah, hatchet yeah, came I, down. I, yeah, I, yeah, I can come in and even, even feed a little more, because this was one of my, it, this is probably what I would pick as my favorite overall moment of the, of the whole tournament, is because Sino <laughs> was walking, he was walking out injured, and Gary was walking out injured next to him, and as they get to the exit gate, Gary just stops and heals him real quick to stop him in place and then hybrid hits him with the hatchet and then Gary runs out and leaves him on the ground like he just like froze him because they were just both slow walking out like he I see I remember ultimate sandbag I remember Sino going down on the ground but hybrid was too far away to pick him up and I remember Gary healing him on the ground and keeping no 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 no. I healed him is that not what happened no it was was like we were both like crouching out and then, it was way uh, more nefarious than yeah, that. Yeah, a hatchet came was... flying by, hit Sino, and as we carried on like crouching out, because then I was like, oh, get out. I just started healing yeah. him, and it paused him, and then he got M1'd, went to the ground, I ran oh, out. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Up. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Panda, Panda absolutely giving the people what they want, instant picks and hooks. Instantly. Like, nope, you're oh, not leaving. Instantly you're not picked him up. That Your was great. team chose death. Oh, maybe so happy. Oh, my. Go dog, no guy. Just to say, my my favorite moment from my set, um, hands down, was when Sister Karen was playing Hillbilly. And if you guys don't know, or if your people aren't familiar with Sister Karen, she's a fantastic content creator, super, super human. Like, she's amazing. Um, <laughs> she plays Hillbilly, and he mains Hillbilly, and she's so dedicated to her chainsaw that she unbound her M1 key at one point, so she could never use her M1. She could only use her chainsaw. She's just like a, a chainsaw-only Hillbilly. Right. And so we come to the end of the match. <clears throat> it looks as if Karen's letting us all go. And Karen, as I'm wa- as I'm running out, wa- or I was walking out, runs up to me, slaps me with an M1, 
no one escapes death is equipped. She brought Noed <laughs> specifically to down me with a Noed and throw me on the hook. And then it was just, it was so funny. And it was funny because she had told me ahead of time, I think I should have everybody run Noed just because you're in the tournament. And I was like, nah, no one's going to run Noed just because I love Noed. And well, Karen sure is hell. That's Noed. really I, funny. I also, I also really enjoyed when you played Bubba, Doug, with Save the Best oh. for Last. When you Save the Best for Last? M1 Bubba. Coup de Gras? Butcher? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you appreciated it because my team didn't realize I had saved the best for last till they were leaving the game. They're like, oh, he's got Stabiffle. I was like, that was the whole build, you guys. I just, I, I just really enjoyed when you were just trying to do the uh, the Bubba Copter and you were like, yeah. you picked yeah. him up just well, spinning him around as he fell down. Well, no, Toki, Toki brought a boil over build. She brought mm. a boil over, but she's running upstairs, like doing the doing the <laughs> swift rat play where you run upstairs, like, ooh, you'll never hook me. And I'm like, guess what? I don't want to. I'm just going to helicopter you instead. And it was really fun. Yeah. We had a great set. It was, yeah, yeah, your, again, your games were really entertaining. Super, your whole set was great. Yeah. I think you chainsawed on every single hook that you got. You chainsawed them on hooks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That so That's funny. what I told them. I told them. I told them that too. I was like, you know, eight hooks and eight gratuitous hook BMs, but no kills. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to kill anyone. I just have right. To of course not. Of course not. Get my. You know, a lot of there's people out there in the DVD community that think that the game should be based around hooks, and I'd take it one further. And so I think the game should be based around hook BMs. That should be mm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't really, Jones, huh? I don't really see how the game could be based around hooks. I think there's a lot of really good arguments against that. Yeah, maybe that would save that yeah. for another that, episode. That is a discussion I'd be down to have, though, because I, I have opinions. Yeah. yeah. But well, I've been, I mean, I, I've been listening to this one streamer that's been saying the opposite of that for, like, years, and I have to say I agree with them. Oh, that would be an interesting um, discussion, then, because I think I yeah. lean towards hooks. But I don't... I haven't thought about well, it Well, you're enough. a survivor main, Gary, so that's not a surprise, okay? I get... I 12 hooks a day. Just saying. That's impossible. <laughs> I don't believe you. you you, 12 you were there one watching time? me. Well, obviously you're a high MMR killer main now. That's what you did was near impossible. Well, I, it's it's either that or you were cheating. <laughs> impossible to 12 hook in in the state that the game is in. So it's it's the most survivor side it's ever been. Is there people that believe that? The 61 percent isn't that the kill rate? Anyways, can we? Um, <laughs> Anyway, there's much else to talk about with Dead by Daylight at the moment, with the, the rift still um, going I on. Think, no, I mean, we got the holiday event, the Halloween event, um, the Halloween tome, I think it lasts for another set, as of this like another week another left, night. yeah. I think it's like mm. nine days total. Um, yeah. I think that the rumor is, and I haven't had anything confirmed, but I think the rumor is November 1st on the PTV for the next killer. Ooh. So wow. it's, it's like right, it's like right came, around the corner, guys. That came like, around so quickly. I know yeah. it did. Oh, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that there's so much else going on in the category. Like horror ASIM is like having this big. There's like we got tons of games to talk about, right? Yeah, so, like, like, I, I, like, I spent a whole week just playing Ghostbusters. So yeah, uh, same, right? And so if we end up, you know, you take flash forward or flashback a year ago, we really only have DVD to think and talk about. So we're like, man, when is this next chapter coming? Yeah, right? But right. now it, it's like at this point, I've got so much going on. It's like, man, can we bump it back a week. Like this, I don't yeah, know. Like, it's a bit too much going <laughs> yeah. on. Like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun, though. It's kind of fun having this oh, yeah, much nice, yeah. happening, I for lo sure. I love it. I could talk all day about how much I love this. But... Good thing we've got all these yeah, asymmetrics so... to talk about. Because mm -hmm. then that way we can... It's content for us. Create a podcast. Being the number yeah, one right. asymmetrical horror podcast. Are you talking about Spine Chill? The number one video game <laughs> podcast in Romania? Yep. 
And you saved it for the podcast. I appreciate that, boys. Um, yeah, so the long story short, I think the rumor is that it's November 1st for the PTB. That's so exciting. when that's confirmed, obviously, it'll be confirmed. But I, it, it follows the... It makes sense. Because it's it been like sense, a yeah. while since Wes has been out, right? Yeah. God, it feels like an eternity. Yeah, August is when... Trying Wesker to remember the out. game before Wesker is weird. I mean, because there's just Fred so many Weskers. Yeah, they're always there. Well, and, it, and it added, you know, nine new perks... Two new survivors too. That's like that's yeah. it. That was a big, you know, addition to the game. So mm-hmm. huge chapter, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, that's not about you, DVD. Yeah. <laughs> we got better um, things to talk about. I would DVD. like to briefly mention some exciting Texas Chainsaw news. It's only a very brief thing because um, I've I've been following it quite a lot because I'm so excited for that game, as we all are. But they've actually announced two new killers, two original killers. <gasps> um, yeah, yeah the original name is, characters. Yeah, Sissy and Johnny, two new families of uh, two new members of the Slaughter family, um, and they've been developed by Gun Interactive, obviously, and in cooperation with Kim Henkel. Want to get the name right? The original screenwriter of the original movie, mm-hmm. which I think is so exciting because that. That means they're going to fit the world, and also we've got original characters. That means like it's not just going to yeah. be what we know. There's going to, they're going to be, uh, that means it's limitless. We could be getting DLC updates, new killers, new everything for. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. That's like that's the main thing I want to hear about is like the because Evil Dead. For, we'll, we'll talk about Evil Dead a bit later, but I'm looking yeah. at I, I'm looking at pictures of the new uh, the new characters. So they look Johnny. cool. They look so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Evil Evil Dead has this ceiling of like. I think it's just kind of... I don't know if it's just sticking with the IP. I know there's a lot of new IP coming for it. Because they've got the yeah. new TV show, right, and stuff. Right. But And the new movie. But, like, if 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 the... If Texas Chainsaw is like, we'll just make new characters whenever we want them. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's that's basically what they did with Friday, right? Like, mm. they were just turning out these characters that were... Like, some of them were loosely based on characters in the F-13 films. But they were, by all means, original, so... Yeah, that's, they had a few cool. that were. They had a few that were that were straight up from the movies. Foxy. Yeah. But yeah, they did have their own originals as well. And I can't, and I can't help but get excited at the idea of Texas Chainsaw. You know how Devadilex got like brings in other horror franchises. I would love to see the style of gameplay that I've seen in all the trailers and stuff. I'd love to see some other iconic killers in that if they could do that. Yeah. Right. Specifically, I'd love to see OG Freddy. Mm, that would be. That's gonna be I'll... tough. You don't want you don't want Bubba versus Chucky, bro. <laughs> you know what? Right. Texas Chainsaw is like like Chucky wouldn't work in DVD for so many reasons. We're mm. not gonna get into, but Chucky could work could for work. Texas Chainsaw, uh, actually. But I, I, mean, I don't I know. I I don't know if that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel, I I feel like with... it's it's a, that's just me being very big dream. Yeah, I just I just love the the <coughs> gameplay loops look so good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I I remember when uh, Friday the Thirteenth um, and DVD were kind of more rivals. Like it was when Friday the Thirteenth was actively being developed, and it mm-hmm. was before DVD started doing all this crazy license stuff. Like I remember when they added Mike Myers in in DVD, and then I remember thinking like. Oh man, Friday's gonna have to like respond to this. It would be great if they could get Freddy in their game. Because Freddy versus thing, Jason, I, obviously. Freddy versus yeah, Jason, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they I was like, why together, aren't they yeah. doing that? Because otherwise it's just gonna be Jason. And the next thing I knew, DVD had Freddy, and I was like, oh, it's over. 
yeah, that, that was that was them losing. Stick that a fork was in them. Part of the 13th floor. No Freddy, no Freddy versus Jason DLC games. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll have the movie. No, unfortunately. I like, I like the movie. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, Freddy vs. Jason's pretty good. No, it's actually, yeah, it's better than you think it's going to be. I yeah. promise you. It's and a lot of fun, but also... Bro. Like, it's, it's yeah. yeah. It's very, I, very true. To, very true to the two canons, but, like, it also ties them together. It's really good. Yeah. Trust. It's it's not... I would, I mean, I would recommend. Not, it's not going to win any Academy Awards, but it's a very right. fun movie. I just remember the soundtrack, the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. Back in the day. Bangin'. Yeah, Kill Switch Engage and Hate Breed, Slipknot, Il Nino, yeah. Seven Dust, Powerman Five Thousand back in the day. Woo. Yeah, I know what I'm listening to at the gym now. Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good time, to get, time to get time to get jacked, dude. Right. Um, but I think I think that's it for Texas Chainsaw. It's not like they haven't announced anything else. They've been like going through their character yeah. cards and stuff, but mm -hmm. I'm keeping a, I'm keeping a keen eye on it. So. I wonder when we're gonna get the game. Do you guys want to? You just really briefly speculate. What do you think? Because they originally it was it was quarter four twenty twenty two was the release yeah. window, and I they pushed I, it back. Like, how hard do you think they're pushing it back? Because to me, like seeing what they're like releasing and seeing how aggressively think, they're talking about things, it feels like it's gonna be soon, right? I feel like, I feel like it's gonna be Q one, yeah, Q one twenty twenty three, yeah. Like Q two yeah, would really be a push. So. Like if that, that that would be a late one for it, but I think it looks. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're giving out playable demos to journalists and stuff aren't they to play it and review right, it yeah. so it's like they're building up mm -hmm. as well, you're I mean, meant to but, they're building up the anticipation but i mean to be fair haven't has an re verse been in playable form for years now like we'll talk about that at <laughs> some point because the game is isn't it playable now it's I mean, out, we, don't, I think. we don't need to talk about reverse because it's not but an asymmetrical game true Right. True. Sorry, sorry for taking I, us off but, track. But I would like—I just to, wanted to take it. I, I would like to, to talk about it as the, as the, you know, the, uh, the, or just the one that took over from Resistance. Resistance, an which was an asymmetrical this, yeah, game. Yeah, because that's the—they killed Resident Evil Resistance for Reverse, and I would like yeah. to play it and know why. <laughs> did you not? Did you not play the closed beta that was? No, like no, I haven't, I haven't played it at all. I, I remember seeing the trailer for the. For the gameplay, and I was just cackling. I saw the graphical style. I was like, "This is this looks horrendous." I, it, I so I played in the closed beta, and I'm not sure if I've already said this on Spine Chill or not. But it it literally it plays like like a Roblox mode. It plays like like a fan mod or something. Like it, I need to play it. it. It's been over Can a we? year since then, but I just remember playing it. I played two rounds of it, and I was like, "This is just this is no good." <laughs> but, but then but it's been, that's been a year it's like been a year it, now hasn't it so right because it was going to come out and then they were like nah it's not coming out anymore so maybe they've completely revamped it i don't know yeah but i remember being I, very very just not having it about reverse i apologize i apologize for resurfacing those memories for you john i was it's okay to make a joke <laughs> well, leave it. Leave it to Gary and I to take something and fucking run with it like that. Yeah, we take fun seriously. Resident Evil Resistance was an important. Like yeah. I like, I loved that game. That was good. No, it was yeah, a good I, game. I, I, yeah. I wish I played it. Honestly, it was very I, unique. Yeah, Resistance. Yeah. I mean, I it what it was. I mean, you could still play Resistance. Yeah, it's you're just you can still be, play it. You're just gonna be playing against the same like four to eight players, twenty four hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Played nothing but that since it came out, so I'm sure that'll be a good new player experience. Huh? <laughs> exactly. But um, rather than talking about 
a dead game, Resistance, or a soon-to-be-dead game, Reverse, why don't we talk about a new game called Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed? Are we already there? Oh, wait, did we have some Evil Dead to talk about I first? think we'll do that at the end, right? We... Like, I think that would be a nice little... You want to wrap, wrap with Evil Dead? It's yeah. It's not a lot of information, we got... so we can... Yeah, we gotta have we gotta leave Tony on the hook until then. <laughs> True. He's gonna be waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Bated breath. <laughs> For the evil dead news. Okay, yeah, let's, let's... Got... Sorry, go ahead, Doug. So he probably got the insider email too, I'm assuming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he still wants to hear his favorite asymmetrical horror podcast talk. True. About it. Yeah, um, from us. So where would you like to start with Ghostbusters? Because there's quite a lot to it. It's quite different, but also kind of similar to Dead by Daylight in various ways. Man, I feel like it's almost like a cross between DBD, but like for some reason, and, I, and call me crazy, Gary, but I, it gives me heavy Friday the 13th vibes in like the sense of like, yeah, see, I knew you were going to I'm going to call you crazy. But it's, because the, it's, it's just feels, it feels less like serious. It feels more like kind of, it's like, it's a sweatier game. It's a, it's a, it's a try. Like people are trying, they're trying to win. But it like feels more like more whimsical and like kind of I, silly. Because I'm like, I'm currently like doing a YouTube video on it. It's taking me ages. But yeah. like I'm dissecting it, and I'll agree with you. Like it feels really well designed for a casual audience, but there is a competitive yeah. edge to it. Like I yeah. love that about it. Um, yeah, and I and I maybe I know that you you guys maybe didn't have the same experience the Friday the Thirteenth. I I played straight from launch, and I was like. I played like a thousand hours. Like I was. I think, I think John, I str- John loves it quite a lot as well. I'm yeah. the naysayer here. I didn't really I, care for it's, Friday it's, it's like the first game I streamed like full yeah. time, and and the 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 voice chat and just like the whole the way the community kind of self policed like sweat and being memey and stuff. Like it was just it just felt like a very fun game, like a very whimsical game. People weren't really all that like they didn't care that much. They were taking it seriously. Just having a really good time. And, and I guess maybe that's the vibe that I get with Ghostbusters. Maybe less. It's not the gameplay, obviously, because mm. I would say, if anything, Ghostbusters more tracks with VHS in the sense that it's like a PVP game. Like, cause you're kind of, you're because the, the, the hunters are hunting the ghost and the ghost is, can also hunt the hunters. Like you can still, you can fight back and you can, do you know what I'm saying? Like you can play very aggressive. In, yeah. In Ghostbusters. I would love to hear you, you're 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 giving me counterpoint vibes, and I want to know why now. I, I like I. Oh, John, do you want to go, John? So oh, I was just gonna say, oh. could we? Uh, would you guys mind if I did like a little synopsis? Yes, for yes, that that'd be perfect. You should you should yeah, intro it because you, you're and, the me intro and Doug guy. Have played we talked the shit because I know we y'all are going straight yeah. into yeah. yeah. Yeah, the problem is that John John is the newer. He played it. You played what? The, you're going to talk about it, but like you're kind of the new player experience. And Gary and I are yeah. already sweaty, and we yeah. just so, have played it a million hours. So, so these two, <laughs> these two, Gary and Doug, are like what level seventy ish? Both, uh, I'm, both of I'm you. 77. I think Doug, you're 55. Okay. But at least, yeah, at you least know, you know, Gary. You know, yeah. <laughs> Gary knows. Gary knows. He knows how many more. I've never, he is I've never been sweatier in a video game than Doug. And I will savor it. You better, you better stay ahead, Gary. Because I got four days. Month. I had to take four days off for Light in the Fog, Gary, and I'm going to be oh. live in about 10 I t- hours. I took those so, four days yeah. off as well. So. Okay. Challenge but the point is, John, y'all are both like level 50 plus in the first week of launch. So y'all have played it a lot. I, I played it for about four hours. I want to say I'm level 20 or maybe not even that. So, um, I would be surprised. I haven't. Pl- okay. You get, you get one more comment, Gary. You get one more. So <laughs> savor it. We're going to start doing this with you. 
um, but yeah, for anyone else out there who's not really familiar with Ghostbusters, it just came out this past week, um, and it's a 1v4, asymmetrical horror game, which is why we're talking about it. One person plays as the ghost, and the other four play as Busters. The Busters' job is to capture the ghost in uh, little traps that they can throw down, and they use the beams to, to pull it into the trap. The ghost job is to haunt the building and to not get caught, basically. So th you spend a lot of time as ghosts running away from busters or like possessing objects and hiding or spooking civilians that are in the building, haunting objects, just uh, creating general mischief. And it's the buster's job to track you down, find you, and capture you in the traps. Now, as ghosts, you have uh, three, are they called portals? Is that what uh, they're called? Rifts. Rifts, okay. You have three rifts, and they function as extra lives. So if you get caught as once as ghost, it's not over. You you respawn at one of your rifts. If all three of your rifts go down, though, and the rifts are hidden in objects around the map that the busters can detect and destroy, um, then if you get caught, it's game over. So your, your job as ghost is to try to haunt the entire building um, until a countdown begins and not get caught until then. So that's the basic gameplay loop of things. Let me know if I miss mm. anything. No, like no, that's that. that's that's pretty much perfect. Okay. Um, so what I was going to say is, I don't see it that similarly to VHS. I think visually, I think they've got a very, if they've got an exaggerated stylized look to them, and they strike me as, you know, quite friendly to an, uh, a wider audience <clears> visually, <throat> even though VHS is hyper competitive, so it's not actually that friendly. Um, but like I, I think it's surprising. It's like a mirror image of Dead by Daylight for me, because rather than um, four survivors evading one killer, you've got one ghost evading four busters, which are in first. I oh know Doug's Doug's shaking his the, head profusely. For our audio only listeners, Doug is shaking his head in disappointment right now. Um, but the four busters are in first person perspective, much like the killer is in Dead by Daylight, and they hunt down the third person perspective ghost. You know, much like a survivor is in Dead by Daylight, and there's a there is a bit a chase mechanic. There is a looping system to the game a lot more than I think there is in um, VHS, which is a much more combat heavy game. I think uh, Ghostbusters is much more about evasion, using your environment to get away, get distance, um, which I really like about the game. Like I think it's fantastic. So Doug, you what, seem very what Gary. What, what Gary's telling me. Is that he plays Ghostbusters like a nerd, and you don't play hyper aggressive like the killer main in the group plays, where I savor every interaction. I, because you realize, right, the haunting mechanic that John touched on, you know, there are multiple ways to haunt, to yes. grow your haunt bar. Down, down, you can haunt, you can downing haunt. Busters is you can, a way of doing Yeah, that. you can, it's sliming and downing all adds to your haunt bars. I got a haunt bar today to 75% in like the first two or three minutes of the game because I got an entire room haunted and then I downed the entire team of my ult while they were trying to do my rift. Grabbed the rift, yoinked it, came back, downed two more and left again. It was a 75% And, 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 I, and I'll concede, and like, then, I, if you play a aggressive style, that works against bad teams um, that aren't prepared for you. Anyone who's, who, anyone who's shooting at a rift and not ready to put you straight into a trap and doesn't have their traps at doorways, they're not sweating for a win. But, you know, you have to choose, pick and fight, you know, your battles in Ghostbusters. And a lot of the time, evasion is the best way to win. Maybe. maybe uh, especially against is. better teams. And maybe it also depends maybe. on which ghost you're playing, which we can talk about a bit. Because I think, yeah. for example, uh, the Basher, yeah. which I know you're not a fan of, Doug, 
that's probably no. the the best one to be hyper aggressive with. Um, Disagree strongly. Like, it's okay on. to be wrong. Because um, <laughs> like <laughs> the basher is designed to be very melee. You jump in, you just start swinging. They've got their unique ability for the oh, what's is it called? Lunk the first variant. Um, yeah, it like, does a big, smash, big yeah. smash down. Like that's really effective at like destroying teams. Yeah, whereas you've got other like ones two feet away. Um, but whereas you've got other ones which are a lot more effective at like distance poking. Like my favorite is the Nasher, which is the Poltergeist second variant. That's like really good at poking down people. Or you've got Slimer, who's really good at taking down ones individually. Like they've all got different strengths yeah. in situations. Um, some of them are much better at taking down lots of people. Some are better at just poking people down, uh, which I really like about the game. I think it's quite interesting in that sense. I'll, I'll concede to you that, yeah, Basher, I know Basher's designed to be the aggressive ghost, but in my experience with him, because I've really, I've, I've already maxed out Slimer, and Slimer mm. is my main right now. I love, he's got that whole, like you said, you can just delete somebody instantly. Mm. And so you can, you can dive, you can dive a group and down somebody and get out, because he's also really fast and really good at evading, yeah. right? So you can go in, drop someone quick and get out and like just play this hit and run play style where they're constantly having to pick a dude up and reset and get reset out and like you can just kind of go out and kind of do your thing back and forth he's really really strong which is which is another straight great strength of the game a bit like dvd where there's certain killers that certain players are going to like more like i yeah. i like um the like the ghoulie is that the ghoulie like the, the, there's the drake which is really good at possessing people and like humans and fearing them up and and then there's the Wraith variant, which is very strong at taking civilians down as well, making them run out, and he's very powerful. Um, yeah. Or I like the poke ones, I like the poltergeist, whereas you're more, I want to take down everyone and just be aggressive, which you can be aggressive all yeah. of them, but some of them yeah. are better than others. So there's, there's five different ghost variants, is that correct? Yeah, there's five, there's five ghost types, and then each of them have, or well, the, the ectoplast, which is... The standard That's the starter the ghost, right? Yeah, that has four because it has Slimer as well, but the rest have three. Yeah. Oh, so the Slimer is a variant of the Ectoplast, mm, which has a starter ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's like which the has starter a, yeah. ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Which is really and cool. Again, yeah, I think it's really cool how they've done it, where they basically their base kit is the same, and they just have one unique ability between them. And so you again, like Gary said, you can kind of pick and choose. You can even play a specific type, like Basher is designed to be an aggressive ghost right you can play him but have like well do you want to have like a ranged attack for your special thing mm. do you want to have a area of effect attack or do you want to have like a more direct <clears throat> like melee attack like, yeah. it's mm. kind of cool the way they've done it to where there's enough variance to like pick and choose what you want to play but also not like a nightmare to try and balance around because mm -hmm. there's not you're not talking about dvd with its 150 perks you're talking yeah. about you know they all they all each, share the, each, they all share the same alt and then they every single ghost can spit out minions Okay, yep. so so there's so there's three abilities, right? Mm. There's the yep. there's the minion ability, which you can just throw out little minions to distract well, the busters. I think there's four or five that spawn, but little ghosts that go around and scare people and get in the way. Yeah, and then there's your alt, which is specific for each mm. of the five ghosts. Yeah, and so then the the third ability, and that's that's what it changes with the variant. Yes, that's is the that unique. Right? Yes, that's the unique one. They all yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say it's literally, it's literally called the unique ability. Yeah, yeah, it's like, per it's perfect. Yeah, it's really simple okay, to cool. understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doug, so, did you? Oh, sorry, I had a quick question because I didn't get to play a whole lot of Ghost. In mm -hmm. fact, most of the time when I played Ghost, it was with our team of four that we had when we played, which we were all trying to be busters, but 
the Ghostbusters game has a thing where even if, if you queue up saying I want to be Buster, it can put you as Ghost. So my first match was as Buster, and then my second and third matches were as Ghost, and I had no mm -hmm. idea what I was doing because I hadn't done the Ghost tutorial yet. Yeah, because you have to unlock that at level ten. But yeah, just like, but doesn't matter. If you're, you're under playing 10, you, you play Ghost. Yeah. So I I didn't get to play Ghost a whole lot, but you have a Ghost like you have a sorry you have a Haunt meter that goes from zero to a hundred, and I know that you can get it to go up by floating around and spooking civilians um, and trying to get them to get so scared they leave the building. You can also mm. get it to go up by damaging the busters or, or downing them or slamming them. Mm -hmm. And you can also get it by like haunting objects, right? Yes. So so what what gives the most haunt on the meter? And what's like what do you think is the most effective way to gain haunt and what's kind of a waste of time? Or is I mean, it all pre balanced? I, I, I would suggest the best way is to haunt areas yeah. like the, the, the yeah. quickest the quickest will be downing people like if you can right. down all four of them that's amazing but it's risky but if you yep. if you can haunt up an area like get like a whole set of objects floating stay in that room with them keep haunting it you can get a room really quickly if the busters don't come there quick enough you can get one yeah yeah um, getting a room is like the i think it's the biggest return by far right yeah you get like a, you get like 25 percent bump immediately yeah right yeah um but That's I also, and then scaring people out is can be a cheap way of getting them. But I find it better to nine, like get them freaked out so that you can chase them out at the end. Because <laughs> uh, okay. they they cost yeah. five seconds each, oh. I think, when they run out yeah. at the end game. Ah, oh, yeah. But I'm sweaty. That's, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> The thing is, again, I because I play so much Slimer, he's so good at juking. Like I never, I mean, I don't, even if I lose my riffs by playing like really aggressive, I don't usually worry. Oh, like, yeah, most most of the, most of the time your riffs go pretty quick anyway, because Buster's mm -hmm. yeah. people start to figure no, out I, where they are. And they've how to already, yeah, they've already them. got the static spawns figured out. There was yeah. a couple games I was in where it was like literally they started three riffs at once at the beginning of the game, and I'm like, we're already doing this, guys. It's been out for a week. But, but, but balance wise, <laughs> I won like, that. I won that I game say, by yeah, the way. But yeah, that's the nice I, thing. Balance wise, no. you can lose all three if your riffs immediately, and it doesn't make it. You can still be like, well, I'm gonna they, win. They gotta, they gotta catch you, Gary. Yeah, exactly. You can't, yeah. You exactly. can't kill the ghost without them catching you. So if they can't <laughs> catch you. You can have the riffs. I don't mind. You gotta catch me, bud. So yeah. to bring my casual perspective in it, that is one criticism I had of the game is that I found the pacing to be a little, little whack in that sense because I had a lot of games even early on, you know, and like the first couple days when there's tons of new players where the pacing of the match as Buster would be like, we find the first rift, we find the second rift, we find the third rift, maybe we even get a ghost capture in between there and we get rid of one that way. And we'll look up at the haunt meter and we're like, oh, it's at 20%, 25%. We've got all three rifts done. This will be great. Now we just need to catch the ghost. And then we spend the next five to seven minutes or whatever it is watching the haunt meter slowly go up being like, where the hell is he? And then you find well, him, but then they're just running away. Well, that, this, is, this is what happens. Like if you if you can get the three rifts quickly, you immediately tell the ghost to play differently, and they will right. go. I need to be no, very that... stealthy and not be seen, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, and then the other thing too that this kind of harkens back to what we've talked about with Evil Dead is like it's when you're a level one Ghostbuster and you're a level thirty Ghostbuster, you have a lot of different tools available. Mm, and I believe it. Some of the some of the, the when you level up some of the Buster tools. The, there is not going to be any hiding. The goggles are insane. Like, yeah, the goggles are already yeah, good. There's, there's just a lot of really good tracking and really good, like, like it's going to, unfortunately, you're, you're kind of paywall behind leveling up more before you get some tools that will help you to kind of counterplay that. But mm -hmm. again, as we've talked about, it's, it's 
balanced in a way that you can kind of set your buster up to be like more aggressive and like more focused on having a faster trap and fat and better tethers so you can get them trapped easier or yeah. you can be like a, a searcher where you have like you know better go ekg and whatnot but go ahead Gary. You, i was gonna say and it also kind of relies on how you like if your team's all running together chasing after the ghost you're never going to catch them you yeah, need you people to off, split right? off like and that's yeah. that's the main thing i do like i try and if they're downstairs on because there's always two floors for every level i try and get yeah. above and then i can like drop down and surprise yeah. box zap uh, and catch them yeah i i had a team today that was, I was just gonna say like i was like they're already starting to do it where i went into a room and there was a dude at the door and a dude at the other door and i'm like it's fine i'll go through that door and a dude dropped down from above like bam he dropped on me and i was like three on it was like oh my god yeah. i just got pinched like and this I'm is dead. And, right. and those situations and, where you want your old yeah. to like uh, get out of jail yeah. free card or well can i talk about the old or are we going to talk about that later because i have some, the ults you can that's one of my that's one of my major complaints of the game is that the ults are for what you get out of the ult, which is only going to be one team, at best, one team down or one escape. Mm. The, 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 the cooldown is so long and it it's so long. easy. And it's so easy to interrupt it. Like they tether you, it, it ends and the cooldown goes. Yeah. So like you have to, you have to like, the only time you can use your ult is if you're like 99% sure you can't get tethered and you're going to get value out of it. The only, and then you don't, you really, and you go, it does, it refreshes every time you get captured, right? The, the only reliable, I think it does refresh, yeah. The only reliable ult yeah. um, is the Ectoplast. So if you're Slimer or Winky or the other ones, yeah. like that's a reliable ult. Um, consider it reliable. I've, I've had been stunned out of it so many times with Tether. Oh, see, like I've been all right with that. There's the other ones like um, the Poltergeist and uh, the Howler, which we haven't spoken about at all because I think it's the worst one. But like there's such yeah. a huge charge time to it. I I very rarely get it off. It's basically they're not paying any attention. I get my ults off. It's usually when they're doing yeah. a rift and I sneak up behind them and go, boom! Right, take my rift now. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. See, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't mind it so. I don't mind it so much on on ectoplast because like it's even if you miss or you don't do well with it, you can get back out. But like the basher's ult where you like dive in. Oh, that one's terrible. Yeah, and then like and then you're just in there now. So if you don't down everybody, you're dead probably. Like yeah, you're, you're in a real bad spot. I do. I will say the bashers alt sucks. You're, you're you're big and slow, and you have to get away now. And they're like, okay, so we and and good teams don't all stand you. together. No, you're not gonna. I've mm. the most I've ever down with basher ult is two at once, and yeah. even then, two good busters can potentially put you in a box. Yeah, because I've tried using the ult, and like yeah. the problem is, good teams you have two people like doing the rift and two like on watch. Yeah. So you yep. can't, you can't yep. get they it. They literally will put them on, e on each, either door. Each door, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's cool so though. I, I love I, it. Cause I love, I love, cause when I see it as a ghost, I'm like, I can't protect that rift, but I can go haunt things. I can like, I can counter this by getting the, yep. a dangerous, yep. awful, awful room extra haunted. Or do you, or do you ever go and find one of the other rifts and like do a really good job hiding it? Moving I've, around yeah. And stuff? Uh, I, re I've I really like, before. yeah, yeah I really like, I really like the, spots, I really the, uh, the boat level. Oh, no, but the, is it a cruiser? Cruise ship, yeah, the, the cruise ship one, yeah, 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 with the with the, pad with the Paddington oh, Bears, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. I really yeah, like. There's like a yeah. corner in like the concert hall room sort of thing. That yeah. corner, they never check you it. If you and if you stick the book there, it kind yeah. of blends in. Yeah, so, so I just like, I just dump it there. I'm like, well, that one's safe. Yeah, they don't check there, and then also it blends in, so if they see it as they're they won't notice it when they're walking through. Yeah. I've done the same exact spot, Gary. We're so smart. So let me ask you, smart, smart slash sweaty. Yeah. Have you noticed? When we're talking about how casual the game is, we're like, I found this excellent spot that they can't find it. 
Have you noticed Stupid idiots. <laughs> a big difference between people that are like clearly a four stack and the solo queue experience? Like how much of a gap is there? Because you guys are talking about a lot about uh, how coordinated the busters have to be. You know, two on the rift and then two on lookout, or like yeah. if they're chasing the ghosts, like they got to cut them off. You know, somewhere when down when the you're line, against when right? you're against a good team, it's like DVD, and you can you know, right? You just yeah. you just realize Absolutely, very quickly, like yeah. oh, I have to be really cautious here. I'm kind of yep. the reason I'm asking is I'm wondering how solo queue friendly this game is, which I, I imagine th- if you queue up as ghosts, sometimes you don't get ghost and you have to play as Buster solo, right? So like, yeah. how easy yep. is it? To as a solo buster, like uh, go into the like meld in with the rest of the team and I I I would say I, I I think there is because I I've only exclusively <clears throat> replayed it solo since that one day the, the day of release when we played it together yeah um and I've done well like I think your your because your three teammates can be as bad as anything and they just chase it around and you can be the pincer you can be the mm. person that adapts to how they're playing so I don't think it's unplayable because like. I, I most of the time when they're like chasing around like idiots, I'm like, what are they doing? I'll just drop down and throw my box and I'm like, eh, it's caught. Yeah. The amount of times I enter, like, you know, when you, because matchmaking's weird and every time you want to play Ghost, it goes, well, play Buster first for a, yeah. for a round. It's really I annoying. It's like and, it, but I usually it, jump in there and go, okay, well, catch it. Can I move on now? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they, I think they've tweaked the, the matchmaker since, because the day one I was getting stuck on Buster constantly, mm. even though I had myself set as Ghost reference and then now doesn't it feel like it has like buster tanks where like you have to play yes. one buster around and then you can play ghost like they kind of force you into it <laughs> and i would say and, and again the games like the matchmaker is fast and the pacing is so like the game ends and boom you're in another game so quick yeah and so i'm streaming it right so I have sometimes to get too water. quick sometimes too yeah quick. That's, what, that's what i was just gonna say i'm like I'll sometimes so yeah. like you'll get you'll get you'll get rolling in a ghost lobby where you're playing ghost after ghost after ghost it's fire right but then like i gotta pee I gotta oh, yeah water, i would like, I, I would like a 30 second middle else. ground this is something that i'm actually talking about in my youtube yeah. video where like i want one of the things that i really like about dead by daylight is every round you get a different killer as far as it bring different perks all that kind of stuff i would like a little bit of time because to change ki- to change ghosted ghostbusters you have to back out of the lobby yep. go to the right. book change right. your set i would rather i could just yeah. go click clicks because like if i if what? i'm in matchmaking, you're often playing the same team over and over again. I want to be able to go. Well, let's 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 curveball them. I'm going to change to Slimer now. I'm going to I'm going to yeah, change 100%. over to being the Basher yeah. and like and mm. that element so good in Dead by Daylight. It's a change to not have that uncertainty in uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I did notice that when I was playing. I did get a little annoyed too because it's so quick at the end of the match that they have all these stats that come up, including like. Uh, whether or not you leveled up some of your Buster weapons, if you play Buster, mm. or, you know, um, you can look at all this stuff. But you, it's like you have about eight seconds to read it before you're automatically just thrown to the next match. Yeah. Oh, and that was what I was going to touch on too. Is like, um, like what what Gary said. You got to back out to change your Buster, <laughs> change yeah. your gear. You got to back out, change your your Ghost, and then like. Then you got to re-enter the queue, and then so if you're a Buster or if you're a Ghost player, then you got to play another Buster game every yeah. time, like hundred percent right. of the time. That's what it feels like it's doing. I, I think I think when you first search, game. it's trying to like when people DC, they're trying to help those games up with you. So they're like, here's someone who just I, wants to play now. So put them in there. Very, there are a bit of more than a handful of times where they've put me in a lobby with a bot, a bot Ghost, my first mm, Buster game. And yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm a ghost preference player. Why am I playing? There's something in their that in their matchmaker that forces you to play one Buster game first. Yeah. 
But I will say, from my experience as a solo buster, playing tremendous amount of hours, not as many as Gary, of course, but a lot. Um, but you, you might have played more I, hours, just got less experience. I've, that's your one. You get one. <laughs> you got to cut them off. But, yeah, you have to. But I, um, I probably feel like I'm winning somewhere around 50-50. I think some of my, like, I go in as Buster, which I mean, it's more, in a solo queue in an ASIM, I think 50 50 is a pretty reasonable hope, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point. So. Uh, I would, yeah, I would say, um, I, I think I, I think I win, when I play Buster, it's kind of 50 50. When I play Ghost, I tend to win probably 70. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I'd say pretty similar. I'd yeah. say, um, I probably think I probably win like 71. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in that impressive range, numbers yeah. i just don't think that i don't think that solo buster feels fruitless but it, there can be some pretty bad well, I will say, there's like, also some pretty if, bad if i lose as buster too. i don't mind it because i think the game does a fantastic job of making it feel rewarding because of the fungus um that you can collect throughout the level just to kind of keep you busy you get experience points just by using your tools um yeah right. calming down civilians there's always there's stuff you to also, do always something to do yeah you also can't die on first hook. Like you can't like be out of the game. You're in the game for the entire game. You're you're always interacting with something, doing something. That's mm. true. Like right. Like when you play Buster, there really isn't. The only downtime is hide and seek. And if you have the tools, you can usually find something pretty yeah. easily. That's true. This is uh, one of the only asymmetricals that I can think of at the moment, where all five players are there from the beginning till the end, unless they DC or something. Yeah. There's no like yeah. death mechanic. You can't just like kill one of the busters and then it's a 3v1 for the rest of the match yeah everyone and, has and, to and, play and, and, yeah, and i never like finish as a bust and think oh that match was ruined because we lost like right. it doesn't that doesn't phase me at all and maybe a little bit as ghost like it's a little frustrating to lose because it's the it's the one Man. but but still like i don't know dude when you got when you got like a ghost and there's a dude on the stairs and you two you two tether and then the guy grabs him and starts pulling him up the stairs when the box is down here that kind of does tilt me a little bit. What are you doing, bro? It's an easy grab. Like, um, that doesn't bother I'm me way sweatier much, than you though. I think I'm just yeah, yeah, probably yeah. We could have won and <laughs> we could have won and then we didn't. That's when you wake up in a cold like, sweat thinking about this stair yeah. situation. I will. I probably won't be able to sleep after the podcast. <laughs> But like, I'm, the stairs, man. Yeah, I don't think the game frustrates me. Like it doesn't. That, it was. It's like it's like a passing frustration. It's kind yeah, of like, it's not like yeah. Well, whereas DVD obviously affects people deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do want to ask because you know we're still even today when we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, October twenty fifth, we're still in the first week of Ghostbusters mm. release, right? Yeah. So we're still in that early era when there's a lot of new players and there's a lot of like huge pop and we are going to see a decline especially after halloween for sure like Mm. it's going to start going down how do you see uh the ghostbusters experience changing when the population inevitably takes a dramatic decrease and you're left with the sweaties Um, the reason i ask is because like i remember playing midnight ghost hunt which i think is a pretty comparable game to ghostbusters in a lot of ways not all but some um, and I remember having a lot of fun with it early on, like in the first few days. I think we did a couple streams of it, but then I streamed it like I think two weeks later or something, and I had a terrible time. Me, me it was and like, are still heartbroken about losing that because we had so much fun <sighs> playing that together, and it's just yeah. Rubbish. But yeah. I will say, Ghostbusters, having gone against some really sweaty teams where I was like, I was outclassed as Ghost, I still enjoyed it. 
Like I still mm-hmm. felt like I had a yeah. chance. I still felt like I could. I and cool. some of them I've won. I've won against really good squads, and it feels great. Can I say something too? Like yeah. my favorite thing right now is that you usually will stay with the same team until somebody dips or until they yeah. dip. And so if you're the foreman and you're the ghost, you get to run it back with a team that beats you. And you can be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get them this time. And yeah, like, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a team I played the other night. They were so good. And I was so close to getting them so many times. And like it was like coming down to the wire. And then I finally beat them. And like that is something you can never replicate in DVD, right? Because mm. like you get that sweaty foreman. And I, I'll be like, man, I had a team the other night where I was like, God, I wish I would have been a different killer because I got a bad map wrong killer i got dunked on and i got four or five hooks but i was like dude if i had a, if i had the right setup i could have won and when you play you know the, I mean, again you can't change your loadout right now but like you can play the game differently and then again like it just it feels like to me it, it scratches an itch that i used to get like playing comp dvd where like you play against really good players and you mm. play over and over again and you start to figure out you learn more that way because yeah. these guys are good they're going to punish your mistakes so you're going to learn not to make those mistakes and then when you finally pull it up and like I had one team that came into my chat and they were like, dude, you got us finally. Like, and we we're like, oh, what's up? And like, we just kind of chatted. It was really, it was a unique experience. I've never had an ASIM before. I, like, I had a, I had a lobby where there was clearly a few of us that all had no preference clicked. So it was swapping yeah. us out. So one person would play kit and they were really good and they would beat us and then they would be a buster and I'd be, and, and I'd beat. And it was like, it was just so awesome. Yeah. Like we didn't add each other or anything. Yeah. Like it was just, but it was like a really nice experience to like, have around each and just play around with it and i you get to play I, against them and then play with them and yeah play yeah against yeah. them again yeah i yeah. had the same thing yeah i had that one of the teams that i played i i was rotating one of their guys must have been a, a ghost preference too because it was the same format but two of us were flip-flopping so i'd play mm. ghost and then he would play ghost and it was the same thing like we're like from enemies to bros like this it was i don't know we're all it was just yeah. it's a unique and again when friday the 13th came out that was a super unique experience that i again maybe this is why i make the correlation of the connection it's because like it was something i'd never experienced before there's a feeling that it's rekindling yeah, a, you, like rather, than, vibe, rather than the game yeah, being similar it's there's a similar yeah, feeling yeah. coming out and that's how i feel with this with ghostbusters like it just gives me that feeling of like it's just a different something i've never experienced in an asim before it's like that ability to play the same teams repeatedly until you get one until you beat them and like playing on the same team and flip-flopping but like it not being a bad thing yeah i don't know it's just it's a really it's i have a lot of hope that as hard as they're going on socials and again it could just be because it's the holidays and they're just trying to sell their game it just came out but like Mm -hmm. i want to believe they're going to stay on top of it and keep it going because i think well they have they have they have announced a couple of things so they haven't given a roadmap yet but they have said that there is going to be some free dlcs added there's going to be free ghosts added, like new ghosts being added into the game. And honestly, I that, that that's all they've kind of said, which is exciting. Um, but I really right. hope they also go further and say, and we're going to be making some charge DLC where we're going to ask you to pay for it. Because that's what's going to keep the game alive. If there's money well, in yeah. it. Agreed, yeah. yeah. If they've got a if they've got a Bill Murray DLC that they're hiding. Oh my god. Away, oh my god. That'd be so like, good. The game starts dragging a little bit, and then they're just like, well, guess what? Now you can play as Venkman. Venkman DLC yeah, $4.99 great. right now. Well, like, cause cause they could they don't they don't have to necessarily make it so you can play him. They can give you some more cosmetics to make you feel like Bill. But they can yeah. add more storyline stuff to it. Because actually another right. thing that makes it quite unique to other asymmetrical games is it's got a single player campaign story. Well, not really a campaign, but like 
Doug's shaking his head right now. Well, because it is annoying. There is an annoying. Like I, I wish I, could, I, I wish I could ignore it. it a little bit because if you could just when you want to just play, when you want to just play, it's can I pay? Of... Can I pay ten more dollars and not have to have a story in my horror racing, please? Like I don't want to listen to these people talk. <laughs> like I, I, I like skippable like cutscene. I'll pay I, you more money. I found it very like, charming, but yeah. if you do want to just play the game, when it goes, sorry to interrupt you playing the game, you have to go talk to this NPC upstairs for a bit now. Um, it's like, no, no, I think I just want to play the game. Don't make me do yeah. the story if I don't want to. Like, let me engage with it when yeah. I want to, which is because that would be nicer. There is That's a little price for Dead, doing right? it, but... They yeah. got in Evil Dead. You had the option to play the single-player campaign, which I did, like, half of it, and then got bored and went back to playing the multiplayer version. Yeah, because like. it wasn't, wor- it wasn't worth playing. Evil Dead not good. No, nope, it's, it's not worth... I didn't, I didn't unlock all the characters because it wasn't worth doing exactly. the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Which Same. is a... Bad for the yeah. game because it just makes me go. Ugh. Is this um, the part of the podcast where we say we should play some Evil Dead this week? We should. I mean, you want to play <laughs> yeah, right after? No, right after oh no, yeah, no, we don't have time right after. We're recording on a weird day. Yeah. I would play right after. I'm down. I'm like we, we, we can we can play some Doug. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Overall, I I really like Ghostbusters. I think it's got legs. I think if if they if they keep adding to it and they they, they if they if they're transparent with what they're adding to the game and they say like we're gonna. I just need them to be a bit more like we're gonna keep supporting it because mm-hmm. it's but a license. I, I can see it being like it's just one and done. I mean, the game's like thirty pounds, thirty five dollars, whatever it is. So, yeah, it's a steep price to get new it's players like, in. I think it's, it's like thirty on Epic Store. I'm pretty sure. Something like that. US. Yeah, I don't know I if mean, it's on. Yeah, I do think it's gonna sell a lot of copies because of the holiday, and I do think that it's pretty casual friendly. Because mm. again, we've touched on the fact that like. When you when you if you're a brand new player in in DVD and you play Survivor for the first time, you're gonna have a terrible time. Like mm. no, you're just gonna be dead, going down in chase, doing nothing, and then yeah. you're dead. Like that'll never happen to you in Ghostbusters. You have no. a world to explore, things you can do. There's stuff you AI. Can you can go against bots yeah. and learn the game. Yeah. Interestingly, so I th- you get the same amount of experience going against bots as well. I tested it. Oh, that's what you did, Gary. So- so again, I. That's where the seventy percent win rate came from. Well, no, no, I, I just, oh. I just, I, I just realized that you know when you get when you load up into a quick match and you go against bots because I've gone in, I've gone into quick match and gone against four bots, mm-hmm. which is very weird, but it still yeah, gives you all the AI. Talk. So I tested just going, what if I make a private game? Does it still work exactly the same? And it does. You get the same amount of experience points. I'm not ready we, to talk about bots right now, Gary. I'm sorry. We can talk about bots <laughs> in this time. You can, you'll get your own back, Doug. You can go. You can. You can beat the bots next time. You can tell. You can tell them if you want, Gary. But it's, it's embarrassing. Uh, oh, I thought no, you already mentioned I, it. <laughs> no. Was that no, I, I just. I just. I guess you know. I have a big heart, and a, and I like to have a clear conscience. And right before we started recording the podcast, I played my last game, and. This guy was like level 100 or 98 or something. Yeah, he was really good. But he be. was with bot. He had three bots with him, and I did. I did in fact lose to this team with three bots on it. And That's just like yeah, y'all to know about it. So, apologize. And this is why Doug is the guest. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't earned my permanent seat yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do think that this game, um, and again, I'll again, and we, Gary, we can talk about it more off off the air. We can talk about it more on the podcast later or now or whatever. But like, I would still draw more comparisons to VHS than DVD because of the ability to basically PvP back and forth. And again, what I've mentioned, like, there is no way to die. There is no way to get tunneled or get camped out. Like, you can't, like, you can't be taken out of the game. You can yeah. always play. And you always force interaction, even if that interaction is hide and go seek. 
Um, but this is like the polar opposite of VHS in the casual, friendly, new well, that's, player that's, experience That's why I would compare it right? to DVD more. Because I think all the, you know, the people that are like, there's, there's, a, there's a portion of the DVD community that are getting kind of fed up with how it's m feeling more and more competitive at times. And I think yeah. they'd be very at home playing Ghostbusters. Like, VHS was not the game for them because it's designed for competitive. Yeah. I think, and, that's what... and, I, and, and DVD is a hide and seek game. So is Ghostbusters. Mm. Mm. Now, now when you have good items you can just find them forever like that's the thing i again i'll, I'll just i'll die on the hill that it's the it's the casual vhs it's the casual pvp I game i strongly disagree but that's absolutely fine i mean as some, as i say strongly disagree i mildly disagree dvd's my <laughs> dvd's dvd's far and away my favorite asm game at the moment um i i couldn't yeah, really same. get into ghostbusters myself and i'm gonna i'm gonna give it another shot i only played the first day but I don't tend to like the the hide and seek the the ultra hide and seek mm. format of of Ghostbusters and similar games to it like Midnight Ghost Hunt um and uh, what I guess I guess early Prop Night which we're gonna have to talk about Prop Night next it's week back. I guess yeah we yeah, have to. The, is, is that Reborn. out is that out now Prop Night They're, Reborn the new, it's the, out yeah the new and the new killer comes out what the twenty fifth is this the possum yeah. looking thing. Yeah. I think it comes out today. God, now oh, I know what we're doing after the podcast. Today, I think, let me let me check. <laughs> let, let me check our research of the next next episode. Yeah, yeah I got to tell my cousin to cancel their wedding. The new prom night, the new prom night update's out. The prom night rework. Yeah, so for anyone that is yeah. listening and doesn't know, prop night just came out with the reborn update, where they've basically completely revamped the game for a second time, I believe. Um, and they have a new killer and. I don't know. I have no Re idea what's going on with that game Reborn, anymore. Reborn, like, reboring. They took out bonking and farting. Can I read it off? Like, the, the patch is out. Oh, go ahead, yeah. So, yeah, so what they've added with the new Halloween update is two new killers. You've got the Possum and Maddie. Um, they've right. added survivor abilities now. Every survivor has a unique ability. Hmm. Uh, they, they added the progression system for each character with Finally. 86 perks. 86 perks in total? Are you kidding me? 86 what? 86 perks. Did they just make everything a perk day one? Isn't isn't there like, uh, hang on, is that 86 perks between killer and survivor? It just says, it just says, it yeah, must 86 be. perks total. Because like, DVD has like 113, isn't it 213 yeah. perks in total? And that's over six years. Yeah. Yeah. 86 is okay. loads. That's too many. Yeah. <laughs> They've overhauled all the they they overhauled all the maps. Uh, okay. They have a new map called the Circus. Right. They've got killer events. I'm li literally excited to try this. They've got a rank system. Oh, Doug's bronze, happy then. Bronze through diamond. I'm about to be a prop night. Bronze man. through diamond. You can be a diamond league yeah. prop night player. I'll be a diamond. I'll be a god. That'll be a clickbait title. Um, they got achievements have been added. They have a complete UI revamp. They have prop. <gasps> Sorry, yeah, I, Gary, I do love that's, UI. That's what Gary gets excited that's, about. Now yeah, I'm going to become a prop main for a day so I can see the UI. Yeah. They have a destruction mechanic to destroy props. They have a ragdoll mechanic. And last but not least, we've made significant enhancements to the game balance to improve your experience. That's... They love I love the way they just... They, they just yeah. put it right on the nose. There, the, the prop night devs left. love writing their patch notes like that. Multiple huge game we, balance changes. We did things to make it good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, just trust us. It's for your own good, the stuff that we change. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to so tell you what this it is. <laughs> this, drop, this dropped at 10 a.m. I am going to play this as soon as possible. Do you guys want to play it? Like, 
after we're done with this? Yeah. Because I'm, oh, I'm so down. I'm so down to check it out. Like, this all is right. awesome. All right, I'm so all excited. Well, um... So, so should, we, should we rush through the Evil Dead segment, or...? Okay, we'll see you guys later! No, do we really want to talk no. about... Something? We should talk about Evil Dead. Well, yeah, because I think I think it comes out. Yeah, it comes out. Did in two it days. already come out too? It comes out in two comes days. Out, yeah, so oh, it'll okay. be out before our next episode. Yep. So we kind of owe it to okay. Romania to talk about it now before it's yeah. out. So if you're listening to this or, or or watching it, you probably it'll probably be live by the time you hear or see this. So mm. yeah. Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, so October twenty seventh, uh, new Evil Dead the game update. Wow. Um, Doug, you might be able to go into a bit more detail of this stuff because you're the Evil Dead dude. Yeah, you want to just read it real quick? It's uh. So basically, okay, we, could, we, could, we could bullet point it, yeah. Yeah, Blacksmith is a new character coming from Army of Darkness. Um, Who looks cool. He looks yeah, so he cool. He looks so good, right? Um, and I mean, we don't know what he is yet, but I would assume a warrior, right? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah come it's, on. It's, it's got to be Which, a tank. Although, it, it, it's all kind of weird, because maybe he's leader? I don't know, because aren't they already like pretty heavy on warrors in the game? I mean, like, I yeah, but it's, like, it's, like, it's like any DPS game, isn't it? Like, League of Legends has like, yeah. DPS characters and... Uh, that's true that's true uh there's a new single player mission with the uh hail of the, it's called the hail of the king update so mm. castle kendar's witch has opened a rift in time and space and henry the red must put her put to the sword to save mankind so that sounds boring and i cannot cannot wait to not ever go near it because i could probably can't yeah, anyway because yeah. i haven't done the other storyline missions so they released a bunch of Army of Darkness cosmetics. So you got Ash's sellsword, Henry the Red's red pikeman, and Lord Arthur's rightful king outfits. And then lay down some medieval justice to the Kandarian demon and his minions. There's an Ash Halloween a, the, the, cosmetic. The, the, the devil Ash does look really sick as well. That's really nice. Yeah. And then uh, I got access to, because I pre-ordered the Savini Ash shirt. Right. And so so I, I, I get a Savini Ash cosmetic as well. I will card here that i can use to cash in for the savini ash because i never i never got my savini jason in front of the 13th so this kind of feels like you know like redemption for that i got savini ash and evil dead so oh yeah i'll never have to go to bed knowing that i'll never be savini and a savini i'm happy for you i'm happy for you too because i that that savini jason and friday was so cool looking so busted too. Like yeah. the fact that they made it so overpowered, like, <laughs> yeah. oh god. Oh, I know. I lost to it a couple times and I was salty. Oh yeah. And you know how sweaty I am. I would have played it every time. Oh, like, yeah. oh it's not my not my fault you didn't get in on the Kickstarter guys, but you know, of course <laughs> I didn't get on the Kickstarter, so I was salty about it too. Yeah. Yeah, so all right, sounds like a yeah, so what it sounds like to me is like a kind of a little a little minor update to Evil Dead. Yeah. Isn't... Mostly mostly yeah. a cosmetic one, which is fine. The black oh, is kind of exciting. Hold it, hold it. Whole new character too. That's yeah. not. That's not nothing. Oh, no, no, it's just, like, you're it's, just it's just like it's like here's the blacksmith, which is the most exciting part. But then it's like cosmetic, 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 cosmetic which is which is cool. Yeah. I like I like it. I you know I'll, I'll play blacksmith. I'll be excited to play him. He looks cool. Yeah, I think uh, adding more cosmetics to the game is definitely a step in the right direction because there's not that many at the moment, and it definitely, no, definitely is like a deficiency of the game. So true. Yeah. Well, and then it just is encouraging to see them continuing to add new content, like yeah. you know, at a because we didn't get Plague Bringer that long ago, right? Like Plague Bringer, the the twenty thirteen update was what month, month and a half? I think it was just yeah. before two, two, TwitchCon. Two or I feel like yeah, yeah, it was just before yeah. TwitchCon. I would, I would ideally like to see. Uh, honestly, what I think the game needs is more maps. 
personally. Yeah. yeah. I think maps yeah. would be the best thing they could start. Although having. although I, I've I've revisited the game enough to say I do think that the new map they released, the Army of Darkness map, the can the Castle Candor, really I think cool. that's one of the best maps. It's like the best really map cool. in the game. It feels really balanced. It feels it's not super huge. Like the 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 OG maps that launched were just so big. Yeah, I would I would like to see some like, more map size, but I think that'd be nice. Like, I like that yeah. when I play Dead by Daylight, when you get a map, you're like, oh, this is a survivor side. Oh, this is a killer side. Oh, this is this is a fairly balanced map. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to see that more with Evil Dead. I mean, one of the nice things about DVD is the first the first moment is going, oh no, it's Midwitch when you're playing Survivor, or like, yeah. oh no, it's Moss well, Dwelling. These these days I'm like oh no midwitch no matter what because of that bugged hook and the <laughs> oh horrible my God, yeah. spawns on midwitch. Oh. God. But like kill you know, switch. It's it. nice to have that moment. In, so <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Well, all right. This was another great season of Spine Chill, and I uh, think so. Thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning into the season seven. I was like sitting through it. <laughs> sitting. Thanks for sitting so through it. it. You made it. You made it. You made it to the end. You win. Um, and uh, next week we'll have to come back and give our thoughts on Prop Night Reborn. And I'm very um, excited about that. Yeah, I'm gonna be so upset because I can't bonk and fart in it. So, wasn't there something Maybe, else yeah. we were gonna talk about next week, or like that we were planning on, like another ASIM we were planning on checking out? I can't remember. Probably not, I guess. If if, if we've forgotten about it, it doesn't matter. Can't that. Oh, reverse, reverse. Yeah, we'll have a little tiny gonna... reverse bashing session. Um, we might we might reverse that decision. I'm not gonna buy. It. I'm not gonna buy it. So you guys can play it and tell me what it was like. Dude, don't you already have it? Did you not get Resident Evil Eight? Right? I I didn't buy the village. You didn't? Have you not played it? No, I'm a multiplayer gamer, dude. I barely. I, Reverse I barely is a multiplayer game, Doug. You're gonna have to play. Village. I know. I. I'm, I. I You'll mean, love maybe it. I, will. I. I very infrequently play single. I'm gonna play Scorn on Halloween. I'm excited about that. The last single player game I played before that, I started. I didn't even finish um, Mortuary Assistant. I got through like three quarters. Oh my god! I, I was about to get the last ending, but I got the wrong body because they both had marks. Yeah. So I had to fifty-fifty guess, and oh, it was the wrong one. Oh. So close on the final ending. I have to do it. I just, I just, my, my, my particular brand of neurodivergence, ADHD, like, I have a very hard time staying focused on a single player game. Like, if I don't one shot it, I don't come back to it. You could, you could, you could one shot Resident Evil 8. Well, I mean, I can stay up for two days straight. I can pretty much one shot any game that's out that's in the horror genre. I just have to commit to doing it. That's what, again, why I'm going to do I think, I think you would thoroughly enjoy Resident Evil 8. Do I need to play like I haven't no. played Resident Evil since Resident Evil Five? I, so I didn't. I didn't play well, Seven before I played Eight, and I loved it. I own Seven. Somebody gifted it to me. You can play Seven as well. Seven's really good. Like, Seven's I'm really throwing good. Throwing money in the bin because I haven't touched it. Seven and Eight. Play Seven and Eight. Very good. Like legitimately, some of the best video games in the past few years. Okay. So I'll think. Yeah. I'll think about it. But I'm having a lot of fun with Ghostbusters, and now there's a prop night update. So. all right guys well thank you everybody for tuning in to they're sitting through season seven and um putting up with us putting up with us uh signing off i'm john wolf here with my co-host gary the hot bye (laughs) we didn't really talk about what that oh yeah we didn't that's okay refer to gary (laughs) as the hot or cross now please if they know, they know. That, yeah, they know. If you know, you, you know, know. If you know, yeah, you know. And uh, Doug running Do man, know? as always.
Yeah, thanks again for having me. Yeah. Yet again, hopefully, crossing my fingers about the application for season eight. Yeah, we'll Mo- see. We'll it's, see. It's, it's been mostly a pleasure, Doug. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk s- more about Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a. There's gonna be a bit of argument. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, right, we're, being, we're being professional for the podcast, but as soon as we go off, it's gonna be like this is y'all being professional. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you guys later. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.